five, and three, two, one. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Deep Two, a basketball podcast where we talk the latest in the NBA, as well as sprinkling in some mild to spicy takes here and there. We're recording this on Friday afternoon, November 18th. This is prior to any of the Friday night games, so if anything happens between now and then, then that's why we don't address it. So, uh, my name is Kiefer Mendoza, and I'm joined today by my friend and co-host Ryan Stanley. Ryan, how are you living today? Man, can't complain. I'm missing Twitter already because I'm projecting that by the time <laughs> this podcast comes out, it's gone. So, roughly Saturday afternoon around 4 p.m., Twitter will be <laughs> will cease to exist. Yeah, man, that's that's really sad. That's a sad, and we don't even have a Twitter yet for this for this podcast. Which at this point, what's the point? Um, so, Ryan, today's a special day because it, we're not alone today. It's not just you and me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're also welcoming today and joined by my longtime friend, lover of basketball, Pokemon, and the Oklahoma City Thunder, Zach Ooh. Adams. Zach, Yo. welcome to the show, man. Glad That's to have a, you on today. Oh, man, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. So before we get anything going, I just want everyone to know Zach is legally referred to as Zach, but I know him as Cookie. <laughs> I've known him as Cookie my whole life. Um, not my whole life, but, you know, it's basically been my whole life at this point. Um, Since middle school. So, yeah, yeah. So Cookie and or Cooks is what I'll be referring to him as. So, gentlemen, we've had quite the week in the NBA. We have a lot to talk about today, so I don't want to spend too much time in this recap, but um, I do want to make sure that we get some highlights in. So let's try to just stick to – I know that I might this may, have, this may catch you guys off guard, but let's try to stick to one major highlight of the past seven days or so of basketball. And, Ryan, if you choose a Knicks highlight, then I will we'll totally understand. Um, so – I know that's tough because seven days in the NBA can literally be three or four games for a team, um, but we just need to try our best to narrow it down. So I'll go ahead and start so that you don't steal my idea and I have to find something else. So uh, my big highlight for the week, after a slow and uninspiring start to the season, my preseason pick for MVP, Joel Embiid, he's been on tear recently. In the Sixers' last four games, Joel Embiid has put up score totals of 33, 26, 42 and 59. That 59 point game was against the widely loved Utah Jazz. We all we all love them. We're all rooting for them. Um, but along with that 59 points, JoJo tallied 11 rebounds, eight assists, and seven blocks. This is probably his most dominant game ever. I think it's fair to say that. Uh, needless to say, Embiid is looking like he's returning to that MVP caliber form. Um, it didn't look like that at the beginning of the season, and it wasn't wasn't looking too good for for his case. But um, he's starting to get back into that um, just really dominant. You know, nobody can stop me um, on both ends sort of form. In one of our earlier episodes, I, I said to Ryan that a lazy, non-caring Embiid is still top six or seven in the league, but a locked-in Embiid has the case to be number one. And uh, well, he's locked in now, so. Uh, hopefully he continues to build on these last few games. Um, so that's my highlight for the week. What about you guys? Um, I, so I'm just going to be honest with you. I got to stick to uh, got to stick to form here. I'm going to talk about my favorite game that I watched this week is with my new favorite team to watch other than my beloved Nick, the Sacramento Kings. Dropped off. Oh, I was getting ready to sound <laughs> like the Kings. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping either of y'all would talk about this. They dropped 153 points on the Nets the other day, which I'm pretty sure is a franchise oh, record. Wow. Um, I saw one stat that was like through five quarters, they scored like 190 points or something like that. It was just unreal. Um, and I was just like looking at the box score right now because I honestly like I, I didn't feel like any particular player had a good game. And no, it's like Savonis had 17, Harris Morris had 16, Deer and Fox had 14, but it's like the whole roster was like that. They're all like in the mid-teens. Um, they went out and dropped 130 on the Spurs the next night. And man, I'm I'm loving watching the Kings this year. And I'm loving watching the Nets allow another team to score 153 points. Mm, yeah, that's true. It, if it were to happen to any team, the Nets is a, is a fun team to watch it against. Man, that's awesome. I watched a couple of uh, uh, Kings games as well, and Sabonis is I think he's one he has a case for one of the most underrated guys in the league he just is so good just gets to the basket any way that he wants to and he's not even that like physically imposing it's just he just does everything with ease so I love that highlight what about you Cooks 
Uh, just one more thing on the Kings. I don't know if y'all have seen, like, every time they win, they, like, shoot this laser beam up in the sky. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. It's no. like this you need to look it up i promise it's a thing they literally every time they win they shoot up this big purple like laser beam in the sky um that you can see all <laughs> over uh sacramento i wonder how long they've been doing that and we just haven't noticed because they <laughs> get they like <laughs> they get like 25 wins a game oh my god <laughs> 25 wins a year <laughs> this is incredible yeah oh Dude. wow i'm looking at videos of it right now this is the most weird way to celebrate because it's just straight up <laughs> it's literally straight up yeah. it's like a beacon like if you live in sacramento or anywhere in california you can just look up and be like hey the king's won tonight the king's won <laughs> that's awesome all right so my my thing is not necessarily from this week but i just kind of want to i just kind of want to talk about what's going on with the warriors like why why can they not like kind of get over that hump curry's playing awesome pool's playing awesome um they have a lot of guys that are playing decently but why can't they get over that hump i guess it, it just seems odd to me that um you would think with the players that they have and in the the points like curry just scored 50 against phoenix this week and and they lost um and yeah. so just kind of wondering what's the deal there it's funny and, and we talked a little bit about this last week but it's funny that steph you know, Steph, superhero Steph only comes out whenever his team is is just awful. I think, like, the greatness of the Warriors has always been, and, like, we, we, a lot of people have said this, so this is not, like, original Kiefer content, but the greatness of the Warriors has always been just the absolute dominance across the board on their team, just playing the best team ball, best team defense. Um, their, their bench guys are so, you know, formidable and, and – just about as good as any starters in the league and so that has just taken a huge dip and so curry is you know he's having these crazy stats and and putting up 50 points multiple games a year but it's not leading to the wins you know that that they're accustomed to so i think it's i after the past week or so i was i didn't know if it was gonna anything was gonna change on that end you know because steve kerr started to pull some of the young guys out of the lineup a little bit more, but it's still still not really working. I think they, they have a lot of roster. If they want to contend, in which I think that they do because, you know, they're, they're the defending champs, I think that they need to uh, bring some other veterans in that can really make an impact. Isn't it so crazy how fast that changed from, like, this is a super deep roster, it's like, you know, they can contend for championships and be building for the future at the same time. And now it's like there's Steph Curry and there's a bunch of players who are getting mentioned on, mentioned in like Miles Turner trades. It's just crazy how fast that turned around. I was just thinking like if you went back just a couple months, they could have traded for just about any player in the league. And now it almost feels like they're just selling like super low on anybody and they might as well just hold on to them. I saw, I haven't listened to this podcast yet, but Bill Simmons has one of his new podcasts out is that, uh, it was like titled like Warriors and Rams have like are, are worried or something like that. And I was like, what is, what is the correlation between those two teams? I was like, oh, wait, no, the Super two Bowl. defending, <laughs> yeah, two defending champs like are it's not, both it's looking, not a bad, yeah, yeah, so relation. Um, but yeah, not, not, not looking good for the Warriors still, even though I did, I did see the, the 50 point Curry game and I was like, man, that, that's, it's sad for him. But uh, the funny things I've seen in the past week have been the, the Clay Thompson memes. Um, which sucks because you know we were all rooting for Clay to get back into form. Like, and whenever he was gone for like two and a half seasons, we were like really you know excited for him to be back. But now he's kind of like almost a like an Achilles heel for the Warriors, where he is still really really confident in himself despite the fact that he's just not that good right now. And he, I think his his reputation and status on the team as just like one of the splash bros one of the legends he will just take whatever shot that he wants to because he used to be able to you know give give you 60 points any given game um and it's just funny seeing the memes about like steph you know being mad about mad at him and uh him just being the this this overly irrationally confident guy um so i've enjoyed those memes recently there's nothing really you can say about him either because he is like he is like a legendary player at this point. Like he has the the uh, reputation, he has the history, and so it's just kind of like at this point he's coasting on that, and you can't really 
can't really like blame him, but I mean, man, I, that Bill Simmons podcast, he did talk about how Clay basically is only taking uh, catch and shoot threes at this point. Like he's not going to the rim at all. And it's, I mean, he's only shooting, I think, 33%, which is less than Russell Westbrook right now. That, that's crazy for one of the, you know, one of the league's historically best shooters for that to be a, a real statistic today. So hopefully they turn it around. But anyways, on to our, our main topic of the day. So the reason we brought Zach on, other than the fact that, you know, he's a great guy, great friend, is because when you think about the Oklahoma City Thunder over the years, you see a lot of people pulling for them because they've typically been the underdogs. Um, they usually have a lot of lovable guys on their team, you know, Russell Westbrook, say what you want about him. He's a, he's a, he was a lovable guy. You know, he's one of those really loyal to, to the franchise, um, even though they obviously moved on from him. But um, even Ken, Kevin Durant, before he, you know, did, did the dirty move and went to the Warriors, he was a pretty likable guy. Yeah, um, I totally would have picked Kevin Durant first overall in the <laughs> player, Esco players we don't like uh, draft last week. Had I been on. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> but, you know, this team, this team is pretty lovable in general. But what you don't really find a lot is a true loyal fan to the team itself. And Zachary Adams is one of a kind in the sense that this man is loyal to the soil of OKC. This is probably the only individual in the state of South Carolina with a Lou Dort jersey, if that tells you anything. <laughs> so with that knowledge, you know, we thought, what better timing to bring an OKC, OKC superfan onto the pod as their star guard, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, has been absolutely tearing up the league. Um, so before we get to you, Cooks, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. What are you seeing in Shea's game this year? What am I seeing? Well, I'm seeing that he's uh, shooting, I think he is still above 30 points per game, shooting 50, 40, 90, and the only player to do that for a whole season was Steph during his unanimous MVP season. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, it tells me one. It tells me a few things, honestly. One is that we are seeing something just truly great, just truly all-time right now. But it, uh, unfortunately, it also tells me that this probably won't keep up all season long. I hate to like just rain on that parade, but like statistically that has not held up for anyone except Steph in 2016. So, I mean, he might, you know, shave four or five points off his points per game by the end of the year. He might drop a couple points or a couple of percentage points in his three point percentage, but this is still like, I mean, I think we all have been waiting on this version of Shea for the last few years, and it's it's been a little sad watching him ride the bench uh, so they can improve their draft lottery odds. Um, but I think we all knew that this was something that he could do, and it's incredible to see it. I mean, he's, I think, even outperforming people's wildest expectations for him, except probably Zach. Yeah, yeah. Cooks, give me your thoughts on your man, SGA. And you can also touch on the team as a whole and what this rampage that he's he's on means for the Thunder's future. Yeah, I think that this has been historic. Um, it, it truly is um, some of the most – like just crazy stat lines that you could even imagine. Um, and the fact that it's coming from SGA who, um, who was just a, a kid from Kentucky uh, drafted by the, the Clippers and, and not really, not really thought of to be like this, like crazy guy coming to the league, but he, he is, he's taking the league by storm this year. Um, in my opinion, I think he, he is, he's scoring. He has one of the more, and, and I know I'm biased, but I think he has one of the, prettiest games ever like um people people say that james harden has an ugly game because sure he does um i think shea is the exact opposite he is just so smooth his body control is just out of this world um and he can score in any way he can score over top of you he can score driving to the lane he can he can shoot threes he's shooting uh free throws great this year and so like he's just he's just doing it all um he has um he has fourth um, steals per game um, uh, in in the league this year, um, and I'm trying to look it up, but I'm pretty sure he's um, in the top ten of blocks per game. Um, maybe the the, the top uh, guard in blocks per game this this season. So he's he's upping it on the um, the the defensive side of the ball, and and really is just man, it's just wild. Um, and 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 if I'm being honest, I knew Shea was good. And, and I, and I knew he was, I would even say, I knew he was great. Uh, but I would be lying if I said that I expected this to be something that he could consistently do. Now that I've seen it, I'm almost the opposite of you, Ryan. And I, like I said, I know I'm biased. I think this is, this is him. 
I don't think he's going to go out and score 40 every night and, and shoot game winners, but I think 30, 30 a night and, and playing defensively the way that he's doing the assist that he gets. Um, I think that's, that's, that's his future. And, and honestly, I think having Chet and whoever we draft in this next draft um, next year will be even better for him because there's going to be someone in, in the middle that, that can kind of uh, uh, just kind of clog up that and, and then have, have, have the ability to, to pass out to, or, or there's just going to be so many more options when, when Chet is playing. It's kind of wild that, that the Thunder's doing so well this year without Chet because um, I'm, we're, we're close to 500 right now. Um, we have a chance to, to, to be 500 playing the, uh, the, the Grizzlies tonight. Um, I, I kind of wish they would have like uh, put Ja versus Shea on, on, on TV tonight, but it's not. The Thunder don't have any TV games, national TV <laughs> games. Um, and so I just love what I'm seeing from this team, honestly, because we have so many players for, for, for a few years, we've been tanking and that's just not at all what we're doing this year. There may come a point in this season. If we lose a couple games and we do that, I, I'm not naive enough to think that we might just say, okay, Shay, sit on the bench for a little bit. But if he's playing like this, you almost can't stop him at this point. I firmly, firmly believe that he is the leader for most improved player has a real shot at being an all-star obviously for the first time. And I think if this continues, he could be on one of the all NBA teams. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, I didn't even bring this up earlier when I was uh, talking about him and you and I probably both know this, but I'm not sure if Kiefer does. Uh, Keith, did you know that on, uh, on Sunday, my New York Knicks had one of their best offensive games in the history of the franchise. Um, they dropped uh, like 50 points in the first quarter, scored 135 points overall, and they lost by 10 points to the Thunder. Oh, man. <laughs> That's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun man. game to watch. Yeah. So I saw, um, I saw someone say – I can't remember who this was, but they said that SJ is on his Devin Booker route now. You know, he's kind of putting up insane stats on a not-so-great team, but – once they start really building the pieces around him, you know, once Chet gets in the rotation, starts developing, they'll be a, a pretty legitimate contender sooner rather than later. I think, the, like, you look at the Suns and they had that crazy random uh, run in the bubble. They add Chris Paul and then it's just like, wow, this, this team is actually so much better than we expected them to be. Um, I think that's kind of what's happening here with SGA. He is he is that Devin Booker-like. They don't play the same, but, you know, that that sort of just score heavy, can, can score any way he wants to guard. Um, and so once they get – so I think they need some more rotational pieces. And obviously Chet is a big um, – he's a big piece to all of this. So speaking of Chet, um, Cooks, obviously and unfortunately we, we won't get to see him this season because of that injury, but are you pretty confident in Chet's potential impact – when he finally gets on the court, especially now considering SGA's leap? Uh, for sure. I, I, th I think Chet was the right choice. Um, obviously, Banchero's going to be awesome. Uh, but, I, but I think Chet was the pick for the Oklahoma City Thunder um, the, the whole entire time. And so I think that um, he's going to fit in really well with Giddy and, and Dort and, um, and SGA. And I think that's just kind of a good solid four. Um, and I think whoever we draft this year um, – could, could, could kind of come into that as well. And then we obviously, we also have um, the 11th and 12th pick from this last year, Dang and, um, and Jalen Williams, who, who have kind of fit in really well. And so we're starting to, to kind of get this, um, this rotation of players that, um, that are all going to hit their primes at around the same time, which is, which is super exciting. Um, and, and, and then we still have all the picks that we can, we can throw at a team potentially if you wanted to, to, to grab someone else. And so I, I don't really see the, the rotation being an issue because we can always, um, we, we've got a lot of pieces um, coming together. Um, and so, yeah, but, but I think, I think Chet's the guy. Um, and, and for the longest time, I was thinking like, okay, we have the second overall pick. We need this guy to, to be good. And that's why I was excited about Chet. But with the way Shea's been playing, um, I know Chet's going to be good. I think he's going to be a good player, but we don't need him to be the, the next great NBA player for the Thunder to be good because Shea's, um, I guess, his improvement. Yeah, I think a lot of 
Chet kind of got the extremely diet version um, of the the way that people look at Victor Wembanyama. You know, he's he's similar in the sense of being a really tall, skinny uh, center who it doesn't just play like in the post. He, he's he's a three point shooter. Um, he can he can handle the ball and he can defend really well as well. Um, and so I think. I do think a lot of people probably saw Chet as almost like this, you know, this overused term, but the unicorn, um, you know, number one option potentially. But I agree. I don't think that with with the SGA's leap, he doesn't necessarily have to become that right away. You know, maybe one day down the road he does step into that. But um, it could be it could be a, a, you know, you look back at the early duos of, you know, the Shaq and, Shaq and Kobe's and, um, you know, insert other guard and center duo here. Um, but, you know, with, with all of this, it's, it's all very exciting. But um, I, I do think that this leap for SJ is it's in a way putting a good bit of pressure um, on the Thunder front office to maybe expedite the rebuild process. I don't know, you know, and, and Zach, you probably follow, you, you definitely follow, you know, Thunder, Twitter and, and news a little bit closer, clo- more closely than I do. Um, so I don't know exactly what the general idea of what this rebuild process was going to look like, whether it was going to be, cause he's, I, I just, I just realized this, that he signed through the 2027 season, yeah, which is just, actually just signed to a five year. About. Yeah. That, that's crazy. But, um, you know, in this day and age, if players get unhappy with their conditions, it's almost guaranteed that they demand a trade and then do whatever they can to receive that trade. So, um, if Shea stays consistent with this kind of production, uh, it won't be too long before he starts really wanting to translate all of this to, you know, real winning basketball. Because while they are, you know, like you said, they are they're around 500 right now, there's a chance that they could be in the play-in. Um, there is also a chance that they may miss out on the playoffs and the play-in completely. And, you know, maybe they do ha- – and, and like you said, they have an absolute haul of picks. And um, so they could end up with one of these really great prospects. Um, but with all of that, there is a – a you know a good kind of pressure on the Thunder front office to realize that okay Shea is is not you know he's not just developing he has really arrived and he he's gonna get better yes but he he's in that already sort of star superstar um, you know in that window um, very very early on obviously but um, in that window to where he's gonna want to start winning and and going deep in the playoffs soon so um, but with all of their assets, with all the picks, and I believe they have pretty significant cap space too. There's a lot of capability to make the moves. Um, the tough part is getting getting star players to want to sign in free agency to, to Oklahoma City. But, hey, Paul George did it a couple years ago, even though he ended up, um, you know, finessing his way out to, to Los Angeles. But we know how that's going for him. So I'm um, not even going to have to spend a lot of time on that. But um, I think that OKC has a lot of potential – for making some really significant moves to continue to build around Shea and make that uh, make that winning come a little bit sooner than maybe a lot of people were expecting. So really, really exciting stuff from Shea. And um, I, like you guys said, I don't think that, you know, 40 points a game pretty consistently isn't going to happen. But right now, who else – is really scoring on that team. You know, you have you have the 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 Giddies, you have the the Dort um, uh, Dorts of the world, but uh, Shea really is the star. This is is very very uh, very much like the early early Booker Suns or the even even the now Luca Mavs. Just like he is the he is the scorer, and and that's not going to change until you know even until Chet comes along. So um, we're re- we're really excited about Shea and, and hoping that he continues on on this path. And uh, hopefully, see your OKC Thunder do some uh, do some more damage um, in in real winning ways. So cool. One, so one one last yeah. thing, I, I just have to say it, and and this is this is just a blanket statement for anyone in NBA world. Any person that you hear say that Shea is going to ask for a trade or that <laughs> trading SGA is the perfect thing for the Thunder to do right now, have absolutely no clue what they are talking about. They are dumb. They are stupid. It is the most idiotic thing for someone to suggest that that is a smart thing for 
the thunder to do. Um, yes, we've been tanking, we've been all of that, but to even suggest that SGA is like tired of losing or 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 the thunder are losing SGA is is preposterous. One, he just signed the five year. Granted, that was financially good for him. Okay, I'll give you that. But also like all the time he's he's constantly posting on instagram that oh i'm home i'm this i'm like he is excited to be in oklahoma city which i know you said is 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 something and and to be fair kevin durant said that all the time before he left but still <laughs> i can be scorned by that and still think that sga wants to be in oklahoma city and and truly if these guys pan out the way they're supposed to and the picks keep coming in and and all of that by the time SGA hits his prime prime, we will be doing winning as good as the first Thunder uh, team, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and so to, to suggest that Shea should be traded to a contender is, is, is preposterous to me. Yeah. I, to be fair, when I put that in the dock, <laughs> I wasn't saying that I think that Shea should be traded. But I do think that, that teams are going to notice, you know, this, this – rampage that he's been on and um, they may not be thinking in the in the sense of like oh okay wants to keep this guy and maybe you know obviously what's the team that everyone throws in with all these dumb trade rumors it's always the lakers oh. it's always either the lakers nets or <laughs> or, or knicks right, so right. um, oh, okay you know. okay i was about to say let's, i hope you feel like david fournier <laughs> Let's, let's let's play a little game of pretend. One, I don't really care who it is. One of you can pretend to be a GM of the the other team that's wanting a trade, and I'll be the GM of the Thunder, Sam Presti. Let's go. Someone make a call. <laughs> okay, I'll give you I'll give you uh, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and both of the future Lakers first rounders for, for SGA. <laughs> All right, who's next? Okay, actually, real not talking about say here. I did have one thing I wanted to add in because I was just looking at the ages of of the roster and uh you know Shea came in in 2018 i believe um which is the the luca and trade draft yeah um you know those those guys are are also you know they're basically becoming who they're going to become their teams have built around them and i I was just kind of looking at the roster and i was like you know uzma jang looks awesome Uh, josh giddy has great games about once a week but it's like and that's not a dig i mean he's He's 20 years old, and that's kind of the point. That those guys are super young, and they really don't line up with the timeline, especially like developmentally. If you're already working on uh, a Chet sort of timeline as well, trying to develop him, who won't even play his first basketball game until this time next year. Um, I think more realistically, I think the better thing that the Thunder could do is start looking at adding. Uh, like literally in my head, I was like, the perfect trade right now would be Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. For like Josh Giddy and maybe a few picks or something. How do you feel about that? I I just don't think that the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to rush anything. Um, I feel like that would be a rush, um, and and I don't think that's smart. Um, I, I get that Shea is older, um, but really he's not. He's just twenty three, um, and, and so he's only at most three or four years older than the youngest guy on the roster. Um, and, and as far as primes work, um, that's still a window where you can work with. And so I, I don't think that they should rush and, and tra- especially trade for Anthony Davis. I don't, I don't <laughs> I, I, I'm a Davis guy because I'm a, I'm a Kentucky guy, but I just don't think that's a smart trade at all. Ooh, or Coral Anthony Towns. I mean, come on. Um, now, there you go. That, that <laughs> entices me a little bit more than, than, Davis does, but I, I I still think I would say no. Yeah, this is this is totally off topic, but I I'm completely sold all my stock in the Carl Anthony Towns you know arena because it's it just the defensive part of it just really really irks me. You know, he has now this guy who is you know supposedly best defender in the league and isn't he just isn't it's not translating to to cat's game at all and so i wouldn't if i was the gm of the thunder would not even consider Anthony towns with this um but um it would be cool though a russell westbrook homecoming eventually maybe not as a trade you know maybe not trade any significant pieces but he'll do do one of those like sign his last contract yeah retire a a thunder i think but yeah i mean i don't i don't think we'll ever sign him to actually play real minutes yeah and he's he's at the end of his you know, this is his last year in his 
insanely <laughs> expensive contract. So you never know. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back to where it all started. And, you know, and he's he's coming off the bench for the Lakers now. So maybe he's like, hey, I can come off the bench for this young Thunder team. I can, you know, be sort of that uh, Rondo 2020 sort of vibe where I'm, I'm you know, put giving some, you know, 10 to 15 significant minutes and then just kind of being that, that uh, vocal leader. Because uh, I think that's, I think that's where Russ, Russ's, the rest of Russ's career, that can be something that will be really positive for the whole outlook on his career. Because I think the past couple of years for him have been pretty tough, but I would love to see him back. In Realistically, just doing that. do you think he could do that? No KC where he made his name though. I bet it's a little bit easier to do it when he's on a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but to go back and be on a team with Josh Giddy and taking a step (laughs) back to Dort, um, I don't think that would be quite as easy um, for Russell Westbrook. I love my guys, but I just don't think that would be quite as easy for for Russell Westbrook to take a backseat to those kind of guys. Yeah, that's fair to say. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our last segment of today. Uh, because you know we, we had a couple things to talk about, other things to talk about, but you know I wanted to make sure that we that we covered OKC and, and Shea a good bit because he is the he is right now one of the biggest stories in the league. And so um, if you're listening, let us know. You know what are your, y'all's thoughts? Are you guys Shea fans? Are you uh, rooting for the Thunder to to be that sneaky sneaky play-in team? Um, we would love to hear from you. So we're gonna jump into this next segment. So for our last segment today. Cookie actually has a a surprise game that we're doing. Um, he he did not tell us in in our text messages, so he is he's just gonna throw it on us, and, and we're just gonna roll with it. So, Cooks, what you got for us? All right. So, um, I, I'd like to share my screen if I can, Kiefer, if you know how to give me permission okay. to that. But while you're doing that, I'll explain what's going on here. Um, so, as a fan of the Thunder. Uh, we do a lot of great things. Um, I think we've, we've put on the, the court a bunch of great basketball teams. Um, we have done a, a lot of um, amazing winning over the seasons. We've done some great tanking. We've done a lot of great things. But one of the things that we have done that is the worst, the absolute worst in the league is our logo. And so today, what I would like to do is I would Mm. like to go through and I would like to throw the 30 team logos on a tier list to see where each of them kind of stack up against. I love it. I love it. So, like I said, we are going to throw all 30 teams logos onto a a tier list. And so I've gotten four different tiers that we can throw them on. And I figured you guys would enjoy these tiers. Um, we have uh, the top <laughs> one is the goat. Um, if a logo um, gets a goat status, that would be the top one. We have the 2015, 2016 Golden State Warriors with the best record in the league. That'll be the second one. Um, we have the 2011, 2012 uh, Charlotte Bobcats with the worst in the league. And uh, for mm. my guy, Ryland, I've put Zaza Pachulia as the worst uh, uh, tier there. Um, and so I, I figured y'all would enjoy that. As it should be. <laughs> Um, and so, as I said, I think we should start with the Oklahoma city thunder. Um, it's awful guys. The, the thunder should, as, as we have a new exciting team, we should have a total rebranding, but as of right now, you guys can tell me if you think differently. I think the Oklahoma city has one of the worst logos and worst brandings in the league. It's awful. Like literally, what is it? Like what's it supposed to be? <laughs> it's a cool ranch Dorito, is what it is. <laughs> the thing is, it it has there's so much potential with Thunder. Yeah. Like that is the that's one of the coolest names in the league, yeah. right? And you don't even have Thunder in it at all. No. I don't think no. unless that little stripe is a thunderbolt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with I'm good with Zaza. Zazaing. Okay, see. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, while we're here, why don't we go ahead and do the the two other favorite teams of uh of our our oh. beloved host oh. here why don't we start with Kiefer's um the Chicago Bulls it's got to be goaded right like there's there's no there it can't not be goaded it's so it's so iconic to me it's well, one of the top two go ahead Ryan I, I would say like it's iconic but I, like are we going off of like iconic like are we saying it's a good <laughs> logo because Michael Jordan was good at basketball or are we saying yes <laughs> I mean, at that point, like a lot of teams would would be in the top tier. It is okay. It is objectively a cool logo. That bull is just looking at me. Yeah. Uh, it's got it. It's good. The, I'll, the the thing about the Bulls logo is that with 
so many teams trying to like modernize and do this minimalist sort of logo thing, um, like the Kings or, um, you know, I think the, well, the Hornets are actually pretty cool, but you know, the, the, the like the Pistons, the Bulls have kind of stayed pretty true to that iconic bull logo. It's, it's one of the few that has just simply no words, just the bull. Yeah. It's, it's just self-explanatory. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's good. I hate to agree, but I I do agree. When when you see that logo, not only do I think of the Bulls, but I also think of the NBA. Um, when I when yeah. I when I see that, I think of basketball, and so I think it's it's got to be up there for sure. Mm. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm just, I'm going to be objective here. I think my team has like the best logo in the league. I'm not going to lie. This isn't a, <laughs> this isn't a homer pick. It's, it's, in the G League, maybe. It's synonymous <laughs> with cool logos. Have you seen the court? It's just, it's it's incredible. It's it's cool. I don't think goat status. I think the the sixteen warriors oh, okay. maybe. Yeah. I don't I, because again, when you think of basketball, you think of Knicks for whatever reason. Um, but <laughs> uh, but so yeah, I don't I don't think it's goat. I don't think it's the top of the league status, but I I, I do think it's not. It's a good it's a good logo. I think it's it the it being one of the I think the only teams with orange as a main color yeah. and basketballs are orange. So, you know, you <laughs> yeah. have that going for you. Right. Shout out Phoenix Suns. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. For sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Which which team should we do next? Hmm. I said we just go in order. Right, in the yeah. order that they got them yeah. right here. Okay. Yeah. We have the 76ers. 76ers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm thinking tier three, personally. Um, it's not awful because the font is cool. But, like, other than that, it's literally just the basketball that says 76ers on it. And that's my least favorite kind yeah. of logo. Right. I do think yeah. the, uh, the Ben Franklin logo that they have sometimes, like their secondary logo, might even be cooler than this logo that's on here. And so, um, oh yeah, for sure. But I think this. Yeah, one I like that. Is is a good. Uh, it's it's kind of boring. Like, it, it, yeah, not not a huge fan. For sure. All right, the Washington Wizards. Okay, hear me out on this one. <laughs> at at first glance, if you were just to like, you know, swipe your eyes by it and not really pay attention, it's like, oh, that's kind of mid. But when you really look at this logo, it's actually fire. Like the the uh, Washington Monument. Yep, I agree. You know that that is. I didn't really notice that the first time I see I, I saw it, and I actually really like it. I would maybe not goaded. I think that's. I don't think it's it's quite there, but definitely in that Golden State Warriors uh, second tier tier. Mm-hmm. This is I a war crime. I I think that everything you said is right, and I hate. That, that's, that this is on the same tier as my team, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Let's go to the Atlanta Hawks. Oh. It's Zaza for me. I don't know about y'all, but it, it's a Zaza one for me. Yeah. It's specifically Zaza when he uh, injured Kawhi. Is that- <laughs> yes, the worst version of Zaza. Really? Yeah, I actually like the OKC one better than the Hawks one. Like, it's... It's the most boring hawk you could have put. Yeah, hawks are actually really cool animals, but this is a boring yeah. hawk. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, not a fan. All right. We'll place it there then. Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, man. I think it's tier two, personally. It's simple. It's clean. It's just the sea with the sword. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like the sea a lot, and the sword, the sword is fine. So, Yeah. yeah. Sure. I don't. I, I yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as bad as the 76ers one. So, I I agree. All right, Detroit Pistons. I think we're unanimous on this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's Zaza. It's not. It's like not even. It's not even so. Like there's some that are clean, and I'm like, oh man, that's super clean. You know, it's really nice. This one is just the most boring one, especially considering I'm also considering all of their previous logos. And the the Pistons old logo and you you see it like with um, their throwback jerseys this year was just so elite. It would have been it would have been one of the goaded if it was still the oldest old logo. So this is definitely bottom tier for me. All right, Milwaukee Bucks. 
Hear me out. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love the animals just throwing the animals out there. Yeah. And so I, I like the bug. So I think it's top two at least. Uh, I'll, I'll give to y'all uh, what you think. But I, I kind of like the Bucks logo because there's nothing like it. Mm. That's true. Mm. Outside of like obscure college football teams, like who has a logo that looks like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm good. With, I'm good with. Eh, I don't know. It feels tier two to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I could when I compare it to the bull, non-biased. It's it sucks to be honest. So, so I yeah. can't put it on the same level as the bull. I look but. at those logos and I think, well, that one didn't have Michael Jordan, so that logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, Toronto Raptors. Hear me out. The basketball with the claw mark is objectively super cool, but I feel like they should be demoted one tier for not having the literal raptor anymore. I totally I agree. agree. That yes, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, um, the, the claw <laughs> mark is awesome, but if you're the Toronto Raptors, your logo should be a raptor. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If if the if the Milwaukee can have a literal deer. As their logo, you can have a dinosaur as your logo. Right. And it'd be like it'd be like you know you think about the claw mark, like the remnants of a raptor. You think of the the Bucks logo was just like a hoof print, like in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dallas Mavericks. <clears throat> hmm. It every time I see this logo, I feel like it's something that like a like no offense to anyone like i don't mean this meanly but it's like someone who watches a lot of anime through this <laughs> uh, yes i agree i think it's i think it should be cool but it's not and so i think it's i think it's not bottom tier but tier three all right i agree it's it's weird because i don't see horse the first time i see it like it's kind of a weird basketball horse thing all right yeah Denver Nuggets. I honestly hate it. It's bottom tier for me. Really? But yeah, I hate it. I kind of so like much. it. I kind of hate it too. <laughs> we, we we can bobcat it. You know, it's uh, not as bad as the it. other three in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like what's going also with the old Nuggets it? logo. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I also hate this one, and I, I don't know if I'm just like way too critical, but this is the this is one of the worst ones for me. <laughs> I think this one's really bad. Keeps just making sure none of them get too high up on this tier list. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we have. I'm to afraid. Hold this. My franchise. I'm afraid that we're gonna put the. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid that we're gonna put end up like saying like, oh, you know, this Knicks one doesn't really belong with these other ones, so maybe we should move it up. So that's why I'm trying to make sure that everything stays toward the bottom. All right. Yeah, the Rockets the Rockets one is supposed to look like a rocket taking off, but it, it just doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> like, it just doesn't at all, and I hate it. So. Oh, I thought it was like an R going through a basketball hoop. I don't that's know. what it also is. <laughs> I think they're doing yeah. too much. <laughs> all right. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I personally love this logo. But as much as you love the bull, like let's <laughs> let's be I'm honest. I'm putting it here. here. Y'all gotta talk me down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I don't love it because I like the old Grizzlies logo, but yeah, I mean it's you fine. You know, it's fine. It I'll be honest, it feels like somebody saw the cool animal logos and was like, I wanna do that, and like they didn't do a great job. Like it's a little it's just, too like I don't know how to describe it. I like the buck better than I like the bear, the grizzly. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I don't. I, I this this genuinely is not is non biased. I I don't think it is on par with because also I also think about it this way: if a non sports fan saw the bull, sure. they'd probably know it's the Chicago sure. Bulls. If a non sports fan saw the bear, the grizzly, they definitely wouldn't know that that's the Memphis Grizzlies. So makes sense. Like, dude, do this with me. Just stare at the at the grizzly bear thing stare at it and then think back to the days when you could create a, a team on like madden or like ncaa football it looks like one of those generic logos you can pick right it does 
It does. Right, yeah, none of the rest of them do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. That's just sick. It's, it's top tier. It's the top? Talk it down, Keith. <laughs> it's not. It's just not that good at all. I think it's better than the bull, honestly. He's he's howling what? at the basketball like it's a moon. Literally no. Literally no. I cannot put that top tier. I would legit put any of the other ones in the Golden State Warriors one over the Minnesota Timberwolves. I actually have Minnesota Timberwolves as the bottom tier. Because, really? Yes, I just cannot – that. The timber wolf is such a cool animal, and that just does not look cool to me. But that is so I'll, cool. I'll he's howling at a basketball. <laughs> he's he's howling within the basketball. Like it's just, <laughs> just don't. also is that a star like in the middle? Like I just don't understand. I, I just don't get it. All right, the Spurs. <sighs> Here's where the iconic thing just doesn't doesn't do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's basic. It's, it's basic. Too many words, and even if it was just like the little spur thing, that thing doesn't look cool like at all. It's like just an object. Yeah, I think I think it's Bobcat. I don't think it's that bad, but definitely not above that. Also, there's like nothing about basketball in the logo. It's like if that was like if you didn't know who the Spurs were, and this was just like outside of like a store that sells like cowboy stuff, it'd be like okay. <laughs> Cool. Oh, this is the the spur brand, the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, the Utah Jazz. Um, I like the music note, but it's still kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah. I like the music note better by itself. Yeah. Honestly, without the words, but I don't think it's bottom. I don't. I wouldn't say bottom tier. I, I'll give it a little bit more credit than that. But yeah. doesn't really do much for me. Font's not great either, honestly. Yeah. It's not a cool font. Yeah. Especially when you see it like huge across the basketball court, then it looks like really stupid. <laughs> yes. Unlike the Knicks font where it looks like you're just staring up at <laughs> oh you're staring up at huge buildings in, you know, the greatest city in the world. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Golden State Warriors. <clears throat> Hot take, I hate this logo. So I mean, I don't I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I'm going to be very biased because I do not like this logo by any means. Really? I think it's tier three personally. Cause like one, it has nothing to do with warriors or basketball. Um, it is part, part of a bridge, not the whole golden gate bridge is part of it. And why is it circular? And also like another hot take on top of keepers hot take. It kind of looks dumb. Like just that their jerseys are just this giant circle. Like do you imagine yeah. how much cooler Steph would look in like, I don't know, like, Something else, like a normal uniform. Yep, I agree. Although their their new uniforms with the flowers <laughs> on it, probably worse uniforms in the league. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, terrible! It's like they made them at so the Anderson Jockey Lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the Clippers. This one's bottom tier for me, um, and I'm not as heated about this, but I just think it's. I don't know how you were you were or you're supposed to, you know make the clippers a cool logo but this is just not it yeah it has I, it has definite second uh little brother energy to it <laughs> yes i uh, agree this is one of my weirder takes but i like the clippers logo a lot okay <laughs> like specifically i like the font the mid-century kind of font that kind of harkens back to like 1960s like hollywood i, I love that i don't know like i know the i know it's like I know, like, everyone says that the Clippers logo is, like, the worst logo in the league. I've always liked it. <laughs> I know I'm going to fight it. it it's, it's not worth the energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. Phoenix Suns. I <clears throat> like this one. I think it's – you know, the more I look at it, I could, I could see it being in the GOAT – one of the GOATs. Okay. But I'm fine with it being Tier 2. If, if I'm sure you are. On it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, we shouldn't have done our teams first. Now I'm just mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the the basketball being the sun. I've learned a lot about myself in the last five minutes. And that's that I like for things in the sky to be replaced by basketball. <laughs> um, I mean, look at those two side by side. Um, 
I, I like the basketball it's fun. I hate the like weird rectangle logo that we have in front of us. It yeah, looks that, too much that. like a backstage pass, but yeah, <laughs> it's cool. <clears throat> Put okay. on that second tier. Yeah. All right, the Kings. This is one of those that I would say is really clean, but it just doesn't really do it for me. I like the I like the little crown on top of the basketball. It's a crown. It's the it's like mountainous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it. You know, <laughs> I don't think it's cool, but I think it should be that high because someone definitely tried. <laughs> and honestly the kings have gotten crapped on for so many years so we just need to give them something at least <laughs> all right the new orleans pelicans while i think this is one of the worst uh like mascots in the league because it's just weird um i actually kind of like the logo if, if you're gonna have pelicans it's cool it's a cool logo keith you just uh saw the pelicans play how do you feel um I don't like any of their branding. Like I don't like any of their jerseys. So this is maybe not bottom tier, but it's it's definitely for me it's Bobcats tier because this is just I don't know. It just their their whole like the font choice and you can't really even see the word Pelicans. I know that you know it's, for some people it doesn't even matter, but I don't know. It, it is a cool Pelican. Like the actual Pelican is a cool Pelican. So yeah, you know, the- I won't I won't zaza it. The the colors are cool. The uh, font is cool. But I think, and this kind of goes for like the Pelicans as an organization, I feel like they could just be a lot cooler. Like, you're in New Orleans. There's so much you can play off of yeah. with that. And they're not really doing anything here. Right. Also, why isn't the New Orleans, why isn't it, why isn't it the New Orleans <clears throat> Jazz? That doesn't make any sense to me. But, it was. you know, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Charlotte Hornets. Hot take, this is one of the best logos in the league. I, I, I agree. Honestly, <laughs> I actually agree. Like, if I wasn't a Thunder wrong, fan, I would be a Hornets fan. Being we, – we all live in, in South Carolina, so uh, Charlotte is pretty close by, and I get to see – we get to see a lot of Hornets merch, and it all looks really cool. Mm-hmm. The so, teal. Yeah. God, the, like, beehive, like, honeycomb-looking court that they oh, have so is good. just – it's the coolest court yeah. in basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. All right, it's GOAT status. Uh, trailblazers. Um, I'm going to Google what the Trailblazers logo means real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's like one of those things I'm like, oh, you know, I recognize it. I would recognize it anywhere. And I feel like most people would know, like, if you know anything about sports, that it's the Trailblazers. But... I yeah, I just don't know the significance at all. <laughs> um I could I will explain it to you, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Brace yourself because this is the lamest thing that you're ever gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> the Trailblazers logo represents uh two five man basketball lineups colliding. Yeah, that's the bottom <laughs> tier. That's like can we create a I literally am trying to do that as we speak. <laughs> that's awful. That's so that's why one of them is white and one of them is a color. So, so, so awful. Oh, that's so I, bad. I hate that. Oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> All right. Oh man. We're moving past because that's definitely on yeah. the bottom. All right. Yeah. Miami Heat. I think it's goaded. I think so too. I can't argue against it. Yeah, I can't argue against it, but I just don't like it for some reason. I I love like I just love how the it perfectly right when the like past the the hoop it turns into actual like yellow flame. Yeah. It, I think that's super cool. That is kind of cool. Oh, mm. it's like it it's like it heats up as it's going through. That is that's. <laughs> yeah. Frick, man. That is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honestly, I think we need to move the bull down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how where you got that one where you got that take from. All right. Pacers. It's just a P, so I'm gonna go Bobcats. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. 
That even feels a little generous compared to some of the other ones on that tier. <laughs> honestly, honestly, not not a fan. All right, Boston Celtics. I hate it, but sure, it's goaded. Whatever. <laughs> no, it, it's definitely goaded. Um, it's 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 as iconic as the Bulls logo, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah. Keep you can edit this out if you want to, but you think that little leprechaun's ever said a slur before? Because he kind of <laughs> looks like it. If he's from Boston, probably. Sure. <laughs> he looks like that's he's why Kyrie, That's why Kyrie like stomped on stomped on him that one time. <laughs> he looks like he's just like leaning in an alley, ready to like cat call somebody. <laughs> All right, oh, I'm gonna man. skip this next one just because I think that'll be the last one, a fun last one. So we have the Orlando okay. Magic. It's Bobcat tier for me or bottom because it should be much cooler. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's it's fine. You yeah. know, but Magic is, is a cool name. It should be way cooler, honestly. They have yeah. no excuse for just making like a, a weird basketball with a trail behind it. <laughs> <laughs> should have been the Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> but Keith. Five players on this team, five players on this team coming into the same court to play basketball. That's how basketball works. Who would have known? All right, Brooklyn Nets. I think it's awful. I think it's bottom. Yeah. There's I'm just glad nothing to that. it. Yeah. The, the, the Nets, the actual word Nets, they chose the worst, most basic logo or uh, font ever for that, for that part of it. I just don't like it. Keith knows this, but like I spent like two summers in in Brooklyn, living beside the Barclays Center, and uh, sometimes just out of boredom, I would just like wander over into like their team store and like their area and stuff like this. And uh, it just felt like I was walking through a phone book. Like it was, and it was like during like the like the years where they were like kind of bad, like the kind of yeah. uh, like KG was retiring years. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just like everything and like especially when you see them like on their court like with all the stuff it's all black and white it's just like ugh. yeah also yeah like <laughs> their their team colors are black and white they have those cool like blue jerseys that i really like but other than that it's like that their team colors are black and white that is so boring yeah, yeah. and a- and like 15 minutes away is i'm, I'm just gonna be objective like 15 minutes away is the most popular team <laughs> in the national basketball association <laughs> and every time the knicks play in brooklyn it's like all their fans just stand out so much because it's, it's literally just a knicks <laughs> home game even though we lose yeah. like 30 every time <laughs> <laughs> all right the last right. one Save the last one for an interesting conversation, I think. We have mm. the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Iconic-wise, it, it belongs up top. Yeah, But sure. does the logo put, keep it there? I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. Like, if you look at these other four in the GOAT status, they're all, you know, unique. Or, or they have they have something to do with the team name. And this one just doesn't really do – it doesn't do that at all. There's no lakes in this logo. <laughs> you know, I don't know how they would do that in a cool way. But it's, it's, it is iconic but not, not great. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I, I will say, though, like out of all the teams that tried to go for like a sleek kind of minimal logo, the Lakers did it the best. I mean, they, they did it great. It, yeah. make, it makes everyone else feel like they're almost trying too hard. Like compare that and the Pacers logo right below it. Right. So. I, I think tier two is good for this. Hey, before before we close out, can you move the Laker logo in front of the Knicks logo so it doesn't look <laughs> oh my like God. the Knicks logo is leading this category? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man, worse. definitely screenshot that because I want to. I want to keep that. Well, cool guys. Thanks, Cooks. That was a, that was a great idea. I love that. We need to do some more tier stuff because because that junk is so fun. Uh, but. That's going to be it for our show today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. As always, just want to encourage you guys to follow us on Instagram at Deep2Pod. Um, and also, make sure that you like or you like our post. I, that's not what I was going to say, but go ahead and like our post. Subscribe to us. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Music. Also, Zach hosts his own podcast called Lamp Stomp. It's a, a, a podcast about – it was about 
originally just Pixar movies, but now you're adding some Disney. Yeah, we've, we've been Disney kind of taking a little bit of a break, but we have some plans to, to start back soon too. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And if you love if you love Pixar and Disney movies, definitely something to check out. So make sure you check out Lamp Stomp on all your streaming platforms as well. Guys, thank y'all for some great combos, and we will catch everyone next time. Go Thunder. Shout out Dean Wade. Thank <laughs> you.